everyone. I'm Riley Timmons from Cashflow. Um, I'm going to talk about a strategy where we actually used our own product to generate about 65K in qualified pipeline uh, this past quarter. It, it took us about two quarters to really start seeing some good results. Um, and it's sort of in the category of using your own product uh, for growth. So anyone that has the ability to um, to do this, you know, by either throwing on a logo or um, something like that, it's it's a pretty unique strategy to try. Um, essentially, when an end user signs a cash flow quote, uh, we populate a, uh, a CTA button where users can then go and learn more about cash flow. And then the tactic was, you know, what we put on that landing page to to make it really highly converting. Um, and then for people we had to involve in this, it was, you know, our product team and a couple of freelancers for design. But other than that, it was a pretty uh, low cost uh, tactic. If that resonates with you, listen along. Also, check out our other episodes. You're listening to TNDR, the B2B SaaS growth podcast brought to you by Spear Growth. The goal of the podcast is to enable you, our listeners, to generate an additional $100,000 in cumulative pipeline by May 2024. To do this, we bring people who have made a real impact in their companies. They cut through the fluff and dive deep into one tactic or strategy of theirs. I'm your host, Ishan. Let's generate pipeline. Uh, hey, Riley, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and, I, and this is not the first episode we've done together. So this is going to be, I always enjoy having you on, essentially. I enjoy being here. Thanks for having me back. So yeah, like just uh, let, let's give everyone a quick background. You obviously are heading marketing at Cashflow at the moment, but give us a quick 30 second take on what you've been up to. Yeah, so my name is Riley Timmons. I'm the head of marketing at Cashflow. Um, what we do at Cashflow is we help uh, seed to Series B stage SaaS companies uh, manage deal closing. So, you know, what this is is everything from uh, quoting, uh, contract generation, um, managing payments, billing, uh, and then actually subscription management, you know, where it goes into renewals and expansions, mm-hmm. kind of just making one really um, clean source of truth for everything related to deals um, and kind of remove the friction on the seller side and the buyer side to make it uh, more enjoyable and delightful. Um, And what I've been up to uh, recently is, you know, just kind of really uh, continuing our our growth engine. So we've only been going to market for the past year. Um, So really, you know, making a lot of noise on uh, social campaigns, events, uh, even kind of figuring out our our positioning and messaging and um, yeah, kind of building like a lot of new uh, cool features for for the the market awesome so uh, the tactic or the strategy that you mentioned right was using your own or call you mentioned that you use your own product in your product workflow or when people are using it there's ctas uh, can you maybe uh, expand on what exactly it looks like yeah definitely so in, in this scenario we have um, our own customers who would be the sellers and then our customers customers who would be the buyers so our, our customers, the sellers, you know, they are sending um, their customers cash flow quotes uh, when they're ready to close a new deal. Um, and once that deal actually gets signed, um, only at that point would we actually emerge a little CTA option. Hey, you just went through this kind of cool new buyer experience for B2B SaaS. Do you want to check it out and learn a bit more about it? Um, and what's un- unique about this group is it's not like an ad where it's this new concept. They actually just experienced... Um, a B2B buyer checkout. 
Um, so, you know, it's something kind of cool. You know, they were able to do it really fast and they want to see like, what is this thing all about? What else does it actually do? And, and how do I kind of build one for myself? Um, so, uh, you know, essentially it's network effects. You know, the, the more customers we have and the yeah. more quotes our customers are sending, it's kind of like the more viral that that button will appear. And, you know, mm-hmm. we've seen traffic on this page go from about like five users every month to about 10 users every day. Um, and that's just over the past uh, three quarters or so. Awesome. So, by the way, that that's just amazing. So, this this uh, tactic can only be used, let's say, by companies who have a product that can that has multiple stakeholders. For example, even the people who uh, they intra- your product interacts with, your, like your customers, customers in this case, should also be potential users of. Uh, of essentially cash flow or the or our company is is that correct yeah yeah th- th- that's right so um you know a lot of our like all of our customers are are saas companies um mm-hmm. and a lot of them are selling to other saas companies as well so you're, you're right not not everyone is um is is relevant but i, I would say probably like over 50 percent of our our customers customers um could also become yeah. ours uh the, the important thing you know is we don't want to interrupt their sort of selling flow. So that's why we only show it at, at the very end of when a deal is closed. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is really nice. You know, I've been in a lot of other companies where um, our customers, customers have no idea what tools they use. There, there's no opportunity to um, sort of surface uh, who's behind it. So um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fun tactic to get to work with. Oh yeah, 100%. So you mentioned that you've generated $65,000 in qualified pipeline in the last quarter. Is that correct? Um, yeah. And, in sort of qualified, uh, sales opportunities. Yeah. Awesome. And so when you calculate, let's say 65,000, how, how are you tracking that? Is it through people who are converting through that page? Is there a form? How, how are you attributing that 65k? Yeah. So we actually use like, of course we have UTMs on that button. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, so we can track it from there. We can track it from the landing page. Um, but honestly, we, we typically, it's the first thing we hear when those people get on the sales demo. Um, there's a couple of customers in particular too, right? They usually mention, Hey, I just, uh, signed up with this company and was, was kind of really curious what this was or, Hey, like our CFO just signed this contract, um, from this company and told us to go check you out. Uh, so it, it, we kind of acquire them that way. Awesome. Um, so when you started thinking about, Hey, let's implement this, right? So was, what was the first hypothesis did you expect did you have something that hey we'll spend we will do this and this is what to expect once we implement because this is you you would you must have had to coordinate with a lot of different teams this is not your normal marketing day-to-day activity Um, so how do you what was the initial hypothesis and then we can maybe discuss what actually happened yeah. yeah, it was it was sort of those um, one of those situations where you come in and you just see a lot of low hanging fruit. Um, so b- before I actually came in, it was just a pop up. Uh, so the the end user would sign, and then there'd be a little pop up um, that was like, "Hey, uh, check out Cashflow." But there there was no like link. Um, There's definitely nothing trackable. So it, it was kind of just like, "Hey, we should you know really be sending these people to the website, and then really send them to a um, you know more of a." a custom landing page, which we just implemented last quarter where we kind of saw the conversion lift. Um, but the, the hypothesis is, you know, um, no one's really more 
curious or um, has a better understanding than someone that just signed a cash flow quote, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can get a pretty good understanding from the website, from ads, even from like uh, marketing content and videos. But if you just actually went through it firsthand, um, and most of these people will have been interacting with this cash flow quote for yep. you know a, a couple weeks to get the deal closed. We knew those were going to be really qualified buyers. We just have to um, do everything we can to to help the conversion. Um, so yeah, that was sort of the idea. And and, and let's say in, in cases where, let's say if someone is using cash flow from one company uh, to another company that can also buy from cash flow, but the person they're selling to, let's say the head of marketing is signing a contract, right? So then that's not the right person in the company in front that to use this. Do you, do you have something to address this or do you just say that, okay, no, it's better when uh, I guess finance buys from you. So it's better to sell to, co- or this works better when our customers are selling to companies that uh, are, are selling to finance folks in other companies. Yeah. So it, it really depends on the customer, um, who the customer is selling to. Um, we, we, we've definitely noticed a couple of times where the person says, Hey, our CFO told us to go check it, check this out. Um, but there, there is a bit of a sweet spot. You know, I'd say it's more in like, the the 50 uh employee range and it's the ceo typically yeah. you know when you're 50 or below the ceo is the one signing everything um and they're the ones that you know can be a bit more motivated by like cool new tools or um especially moving quickly um so we, we certainly get a lot of ceos of you know 30 to 50 uh employee companies um but um but yeah yeah it, it, it's kind of a little all over the place for for personas <laughs> Okay, perfect. So when you actually, let's say when you went ahead and just, just let's get into the weeds, right? So let's say you, ha- sure. who did you have to speak with? Uh, you mentioned you also worked with a couple of freelancers. What were they doing? Because you have a product team. So can you walk me through, okay, who were the stakeholders? Like, like almost in a story format, like what happened? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it really wasn't too, um, too complex. We, you know, work with the product team just to get, the uh like the pop-up and the link sort of installed in the right place mm-hmm. um and then we played around a couple times just like what that pop-up looks like to drive it a uh, bit more attention um mm-hmm. but we also you know at the end of the day it's still our customers quote so you, you don't want to be like too disruptive um yeah. so place and and timing when you surface that is is really important um and then really the the freelancers are just like on the web flow side um you know being a yeah. Uh, marketing team of of one right now. It's it's important to pull in freelancers and, and uh, contractors and agencies uh, when you need the the specialist help. Um, so yeah, I, I was it was one other freelancer just to help build uh, the landing page, and we actually you know included an interactive demo tool like like a walnut demo uh, for the first time. Um, and we figured this was like a really good sort of testing point for that because we don't even have to show the whole front end of cash flow, which is the the quoting checkout experience, we can kind of yeah. jump straight into the back end because we know they have the context of, of what they just signed. Interesting. So let's say there's a link. Where does the link lead to? Um, yeah. So, so right now the link goes to a sort of like custom uh, private landing page. Like it's, it's not really hosted from our main site. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about, Hey, you just experience cash flow. Um, do you want to, you know, experience building a quote for yourself? Um, and it's, it's pretty cool cause we can do a lot more showing than telling here. Mm-hmm. So really, you know, like the main hero is, is the interactive demo. Like, you know, we call out, do you want to see how to build one of these yourselves? Um, we also want to 
you know, kind of highlight the other parts of cash flow without, you know, really overwhelming them to, with too much mm-hmm. info. Um, and also because we know these people are further along, social proof is important. So, uh, you know, video testimonials, um, lo- lots of logos, lots of um, written testimonials. O- eventually, you know, the goal will be to actually build these out by personas um, for kind of all those things I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and yeah, and what, what's really cool, like on the CRM side, right, is uh, it's, it's not our highest, um, like, number of opportunity driver, but it is very high quality. Um, so, you know, I would say almost all of them make it into like the qualified pipeline. And it, it, it's by far one of our highest yeah. close rate channels um, just because of like how much, you know, uh, context and how much they enjoyed uh, doing a B2B checkout uh, themselves. Well, okay. Th- that th- Those are really important points. Okay. So, uh, I know it's only been a quarter. So is it a good time to, for, or do you already have enough data that, Hey, if let's say, how do I project this? Let's say if I'm in a different company, I want, I want to try something similar. How do I project? Okay. How much pipeline, how many sales, how much anything can I expect from an activity like this? Uh, do you have any numbers on, okay, these many people used our product or it was sent to these many people who aren't our customers uh, and then how many of them actually clicked on a link or scheduled a demo? And do you have any metrics around that? Um, yeah. So I, I will say the one thing here is, is we don't have a ton of control, right? Uh, on, on the good side is it's, yeah. it's very low cost. Um, you know, once we kind of build the landing page, it's, it's just a matter of like waiting for our customers to close deals. Um, and it only kind of goes up, right? The more customers and the more quotes they send. But the downside is, is you know, there's no real targeting. Um, uh, you can't really just like put more dollars behind it and get more impressions. Um, so it's it, it's sort of one of those situations. But I, I, I will say, you know, traffic was, was quite low um, when we first started. And I think that's a mix of, you know, having a smaller amount of customers, but also not really having everything optimized. Like you, you really want to think about it um, you know, like setting it up for conversion and, and testing it the same way you would like a big LinkedIn ads campaign. Um, and, and because we know like every click is, is very qualified, um, you know, the, the conversion rate is like above 10%, which is like better than any ads channel we run. Um, but like I mentioned, it, it's only about like five to 10 uh, sort of users per day clicking on that. So um, really, really like important to do everything you can to, to help the conversion. Um, and also to, to make the, the link like seen as, as possible. Awesome. And, and did you ever face any pushback from your customers that, Hey, we don't want a cash flow pop up at the end of the flow or anything of that sorts? Um, no, not really. And honestly, like we have been, uh, like very much on the, like the conservative side of, of where and when we show this button. Um, of course, as the marketer, I've always kind of been curious how we can surface that earlier. Um, but yeah, like our, our, definitely the number one priority is, is make sure our customers have a good um, selling experience. Um, and so we yeah, really only put it in where, where it um, makes sense and, and where there's no possible disruption to the deal getting closed, which is why it's right after they, they sort of sign the contract. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always curious and wondering what other maybe interesting areas could we surface it where it's not too disruptive? Um, because, you, you know, we don't want to be running ads on our customers' quotes. That's, yeah. that's definitely not the goal. Uh, it's it, it's got to be careful and, and, and smart. Yeah. 
and and so when when you implement this was it something that you thought would happen in a certain way but didn't or just something that you would do differently if you did it again um yeah what i would do differently when we started is we just kind of sent everyone to the homepage um so i i would definitely you know start with and start testing a couple landing pages right away um especially because you know these users have more contacts and more sort of urgency to yeah. find out what this is um i i would say that's that's the number one thing i would do different awesome and then i uh, i think that's all the questions i have is there something that i should have asked about this and i didn't um no no i think we covered it awesome uh, so if people had to reach out to you for maybe questions after this how should someone reach out to you yeah best place would be uh linkedin it's just riley timmins um love talking with other marketers um and yeah you can also check us out at getcashflow.com uh, that's c a c h e uh flow awesome thank you so much riley for uh, doing this again yeah of course thanks for having me ishan thank you for listening to the tldr podcast in case you're wondering spear growth is a marketing agency we help b2b saas companies like yourself with ads and seo check out our website at speargrowth.com that is s p e a r g r o w t h.com just like this every episode starts with a 1 minute summary of what we discuss pick the next episode to listen to based on what you can implement right away and after you implement any of these tactics and cnf facts we'd appreciate you drop us a note on podcast@speargrowth.com